Welcome to WebseriesOnFire.com, where talented filmmakers share their inspiring stories from concept to execution. And now, here is your host, Peter Papa Giorgio. Welcome to WebseriesOnFire.com. I'm your host, Peter Papa Giorgio, and I'm going to be sharing the stories and the journeys of the creators of the hottest new web series in the entertainment industry. My guest today is Tom Malloy. He's an actor, a writer, and a producer. And also Scott Baker. He's an actor, a writer, and a producer. And they're the creators of the web series Midtown. Hey, guys, are you ready to ignite the entertainment industry with your web series? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I have my matches in my hand. Yeah, I ask Scott all the time if he wants to ignite stuff, and he, he denies it. But uh, I, I Scott's a troublemaker, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we'll start, Tom. I'll start with you, and then, you know, uh, about your you know personal life and all that. And then we'll why with him? Why, why would him? Yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, it's interesting you said Tom will start with you, but Baker technically is former Loy. Like, if you were, if you were in history what, Scott, class, like in first? school, and they did have to go, no. You just want to bust my chops, that's all. <laughs> all right, Tom. Uh, and then, you know, we'll go to Scott and all that. And then, you know, and then after that, at that point, you both guys can interject and, you know, okay? Great, great, great. Yeah. All right, Tom, give us a yes. glimpse of your personal life. Where did you go to school, your acting ambitions, what made you get into acting, uh, obviously when you being a cop and all that. It's funny, a lot of cops have become actors, you know, or a lot of yeah. actors who couldn't make it as an actress became cops. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just say that most of my personal life is sealed uh, with court documents, so I can't say much. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, and, and I do, but on a serious note, I was never a cop. That's Scott. So, and you may have the the, the paths crossed. I was never an NYPD. Oh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Um, no, I've been an actor. I started as an actor. Uh, the quick story goes: I did a movie called Graves End back in 1998. I saw that. That was filmed in Brooklyn. Oh my God! You're instantly my best friend. You're one of uh, it was, twenty people. It, it was about those those kids. Yeah. In the car, and I. I, I yeah. they, oh, that was me, man. I was one of the four kids. I was the one with the white shirt and the wow. question mark. Oh yeah, yeah. And they said, yeah. I know one of the actors. They said was going to be like the next De Niro, but it never happened. Yeah, that was supposed to be Tony Tucci, but at the the lead lead and. Uh, but at the end of the day, I still knew I was the best out of all of them. <laughs> and so, uh, no, but, you know, and I'm the only one out of that group that, that kept it going and uh, and is still doing it. But, that, you know, the short answer, you know, what happened with that movie is that we shot it for nothing. We'd go up to a street corner. There'd be a gang of thugs. Yeah. And we'd be like, you guys want to shoot a fight scene? They'd be like, yeah. You know, and a big fight would break out for real. And uh, but then we got Oliver Stone to put his name on it. And uh, so that was great. But I think that, you know, the, the, again, shortening the story as much as possible. Yeah, is when okay. that, you could give it, some good stories. Oh, it's okay. Well, yeah. you, you know, I was just say that when the movie kind of failed to make me a star, you know, and, and a name only star, I just uh, started learning every every other aspect of the entertainment business. And, you know, I've produced uh, 15 films and I've actually written uh, almost 30 screenplays and sold over 20. And, um, you know, so I, I kind of expanded in all these areas, but the acting was still always there. I still do a bunch of projects. I had a film come out this year called Screamers. It was a scary movie, found footage, and, and it was twice reviewed as the best found footage movie, uh, horror movie that these critics had ever seen. And uh, we were number one on iTunes Horror for a couple of weeks. So bottom line is I still keep going. Um, where you know, where did you study? I mean, I, I know you're from New York. But did you st where in New York were you born? Well, I was – all right. So I was born in Red Bank, New Jersey, actually, originally. And ah, then, okay. I know Red Bank. 
the first place that I moved outside of, uh, and I grew up in Hunterdon County. My high school uh, co-star was Vera Farmiga, who's uh, you know from with, she co-star with George Clooney, and now she's the star of Bates Motel. She was hmm. a couple of years old. Okay. Me. And then um, I went. I moved to New York City, the first place outside of my parents in the Upper East Side. And then I moved to uh, Los Angeles uh, in maybe 2007 or 2008. And, but I, I graduated from the IOS training, which is unfortunately just shuttered this year. And, you know, the same place, Chris Farley, Amy Poehler, you know, Tina Fey. And, uh, and you know, that's, that's, it's just like the second city in Chicago or UCB in New York. Yeah, yeah. And that was where kind of my training came from in the comedy world. But I, always, I used to do stand-up. And, uh, I mean, I gosh, I met Scott on the set of the movie Anger Management when we were young actors just kind of playing background. We were both playing New York Yankee outfielders <laughs> and, uh, but, and the Yankee Stadium. Yeah, were you, so were was, you the, the only uh, actor in the family? And in, in, were your parents in show business or brothers, sisters? Yeah, no, no. They were not. They were not in show business. My mom was a singer at one point in her life. But, no, and my dad was always funny, you know what I mean? But the key was – and I'm noticing it funny enough with my son – um, and, and more than my daughter is that, you know, it's it, the, you have to have the drive. It doesn't matter if you have innate talent or whatever, you have to have the drive to do it. And I just had the drive to kind of quote unquote, jump in the pool and say like, I'm going to do it. You know, like when Scott gets in front of everybody on stage and does the live shows and even, even the times when I jump in on his live shows, it's like, you, you got to have the guts to say, I'm going to do it. Um, you know, my mom used to say when she was a singer that her sister well, it had a better voice than her, but her sister was scared to get up on stage, so she never became a singer. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Scott, you want to give us uh, a glimpse of your personal life, your background? Well, you know, I was going to tell you, Malloy and I uh, met on, like you said, you know, anger management on the uh, doing background, and I said once I was in the presence of such greatness, it was like a a light and angels ah! just opened up, and I said, I, this yeah. is rubbed off on me to watch the way we both nailed our characters way in the background of Yankee outfielders. You know? <laughs> we still focus. Uh, Let's put it that way. Yeah. 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 Now Scott, you, uh, were, you no, were you know, a it's, cop, it's, right? yeah. yeah, I was a New York city cop. I was born in Brooklyn. And um, when I was, I was born and it's, it's considered cheap said Bay. I've always thought it was more like Midwood really. It was Avenue S and East 14th street. That's, yeah, to me, so that's it's kind of like right yeah. on the cusp. I, yeah, I was, exactly. I was born in Brooklyn it's, hospital, you know, by Tillery and, Burgers oh, downtown Street, Brooklyn. Downtown yeah. Brooklyn, yeah. But I was right. raised in the story uh, of Queens. Junior's Cheesecake. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's how I associate stuff with food. Yes, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, uh, were you a cop in New York? I was a, a NYPD cop, so I was uh, I was stationed mostly in Queens in 109. 109, um, which is Flushing. Uh, Flushing. In Flushing. Yeah, now Flushing's divided. At, well, there's a whole lot of ethnicities in Flushing, but it's really like one side is like a Jewish side, uh, religious Jewish, and the other one That's is mostly Asian. That's by College. Uh, the J Jewish side, because there's a, the Long Island Expressway splits it, so there's a lot of Hasidim uh, that live in, in uh, the 107 precinct, which is that Flushing side. Okay. And then it's predominantly Asian on the 109 side. So I was by Main Street. Uh, mostly... Uh, on Main Street and Roosevelt Avenue, yeah, and you go down there, you don't even think like you're in the United States. It's like every sign is in Korean or Chinese. You know, it's a great place to film a movie if you want to go on a short budget and not fly to Korea. <laughs> it's great to go down All right, so did you always want to be an actor? Uh, well, you know, it's always fun to do, but I, uh, it, it's funny. People ask you want to be, I was an athlete at one time back in the day. I was a baseball player and a fighter, but acting is, um, is something that you get to like make people laugh. And my, 
this sounds tragic. It is to a point, but it's not. But my father died when I was 10. My brother died when I was uh, four. Oh my God, I had a surviving tragic, brother. Yeah. It is, but you always got to put a positive spin on it. Tom's a motivational speaker. I'm a motivational speaker, too. We always take the positive. Why we probably get along? We kid around. We bust chops. We're very good friends, you know, because um, we're a lot alike in that aspect. So I would, my, my brother, my surviving brother was severely bullied. He was heavy set. I'm Jewish and Italian. So we had a swastika burned on a lawn. When we moved out, out of Brooklyn and we are house was chlorine bomb. He, he was very bullied and picked on. My, so my mother and my brother both went in severe depression. So what I would do is I do like what Billy Crystal used to do. I'd leave the room and come back as a character that we all knew and I'd make them laugh. And when I saw them, it's funny, you know, if you believe in energies and stuff and you see them laughing, all of a sudden there's like an emotional light that goes off. I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. This is fun. You know, having sharing in the laughter and stuff, you know, don't take things so serious and aren't serious. And that's how I learned how to like improvise right, right off the spot. And then when I became a cop, you got to improvise. You have to sum things up in 30 seconds or quicker. You know, five sure, seconds, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, and you got to learn to de-escalate a situation instead of escalate. Mm -hmm. um, then I was doing stand-up. I left stand-up because I was in college. Um, I was boxing at the time. Um, so I said, I'm spreading myself too thin, so I'm going to try you know, my hand at you know, fighting. And since you guys never heard who, of who I am, I guess we all know how that career worked out. So, uh, <laughs> so then when I became top um you know i got hurt and i retired early and i just went back into mostly improv but i did it very short form i invented this type of stage show that's like whose land is it anyway we do it with two comedians instead of four and we bring audience members up on stage and malloy's and, and i have done it malloy and i have done it and people love it man we come up i'm at a place actually tonight i'm gonna be at this rocking horse ranch place um, Malloy's come up here and done a show and the audience is like oh my god it's the funniest thing I've ever seen because Malloy and I not only on top of what we're doing we're also good friends so that energy you know goes out to the audience and then uh, I said I came to Malloy one time I go look you're a Hollywood guy I'm a stage guy right I said I got this thing you know about the police department what do you say and um, he's like this is funny how about we do it like this and da 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 and then it just took off cool. and, tell, and, us, you know, tell us, just, tell us uh, what the web series is about yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I could jump in here, Scott, if you want. I just to give a yeah. quick story. Scott wrote a great book uh, that was really, very really funny called uh, "The Funniest Cop Stories Ever." And so, what happened was he uh, at one point had written a TV pilot, and I wanted to take the pilot and make it into something, uh, you know, a, a TV series. And so I started putting it together, the financing, um, and I got the, the director of the Seinfeld pilot, Art Wolf, to direct it. And, you know, not we're not going to harp on this too much. But bottom line is we made a great pilot and it, we feel that it was basically stolen from us. And that that show is now Brooklyn 99 because we came out. Yeah. before. Yeah. So in defense of that, when we started to kind of pursue a lawsuit and realize we didn't have the money at the time to fund it, we just one day said, you know what? And I don't know who said it, the, the other one of the other people that eats to each other. And we said, why don't we just put cop uniforms on and get in a car? And, you know, say the subject is coffee and go, because we kind of feel it will match. It, and we have a banter between us and we can go on forever. And we yeah, don't you, feel you guys any, have a great chemistry. It shows we'll put yeah. ourselves against anybody. And we we go in there and we were just creating comedy. Now, the first season we did for like, you know, a hundred dollars, like we did nothing. <laughs> and I, you, know, so you, you have the people on the online, uh, you know, when we put it on Amazon, 
we immediately got, we first we put on YouTube, we put three clips and we got 400,000 views over the three clips. And then wow. we put it on Amazon and it was like, you know, half the people are like, oh, this looks like crap, you know, a crappy camera. And then the other people are like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. So, you know, we got the mix and we kind of corrected the technical aspects in the second season. But the bottom line is it was all improvised. And at one point we were getting 70,000 hits a month. Uh, so on the show. It's, it's about, uh, you look like, from what I remember, it's like you're two cops who are like more busy bullshitting than actually doing your jobs. Well, you know what? It's funny because in NYPD, there's a saying, you don't have to look for crime. Crime will find you. So, you know, Malloy and I just do what cops do. You talk about stuff, everyday stuff. What really happens in a patrol car? Yeah, eventually you'll get to arrest the guy here. We get it. You know, we get it. There's going to be a shooting every tour. When I was on when I was on the job, there were like 16 jobs a night, and that wasn't you know that wasn't in the real busy houses. Like when you went to Brooklyn North or something, you had like 23 to 30. But a lot of those you know are, are founded gun runs. So it would come over saying there's a gun run, a real shooting. I mean, so you don't have to sit there and talk cop talk. It's going to happen anyway. That's so true, you talk yeah. about other stuff. You know. So you talk about, like Malloy said, you know, about coffee, which the better coffee. You talk about who'd be more popular at the gay pride parade, you know, me or him. You know, you talk about if you had to date somebody, Whoopi Goldberg or Rosie O'Donnell, if you had a gun to your head, who would you choose? You know? (laughs) And, you know, and we don't play the politically correct game, you know, even though that that being said, we don't we don't steer to edgy topics like politics or stuff like that. But at the same time, we're not, you know, politically correct. We're fun. And, you know, it's it's like Scott called it perfect. It's like high school with guns, you know, but yeah. we didn't want to yeah. honestly, though. That's perfect. I like that high school with guns. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't want we didn't want to make it like Reno 911, like inept cops. And I think that's why we got the hits early on, because it, for cops, they, they love the show because we're not insulting cops. We're just right. we're being good cops. We just never shut up. You know what I mean? Like we literally <laughs> yeah. picked her about everything. And, what, and, that's right. what and is, at the same token, yeah. at the same token, we're not on the other side either. We're not sitting there going heavy handed against, you know, uh, you know, we're not so pro cop. We're pretty yeah. much right down the middle. Right, Tom? I mean, I think we're, yeah. we're just yeah. two guys who know, know, know a little something about everything or yeah. nothing about nothing. And we won't yeah. shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you want to tell the audience, yeah. I mean, you're kind of, Delved on about it earlier, but what inspired you to create the web series? Um, well, go ahead, Scott. I mean, like, would you know what what was it that really pushed us from the pilot and then said, "Let's do the web series"? Yeah. Revenge, revenge, because yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah we like, yeah, we could do this, and it would even be better. And you know, here you are. You know, we saw what we got, and when we once we got it on YouTube, and we couldn't believe we got over four hundred thousand hits. I'm like, are you kidding me? And uh, that's when we started going into like even more episodes and then season two and Amazon. We, you know, we saw it was pretty cool. Like, again, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm really like I said, I wasn't a Hollywood guy. So I turned to Tom, who really knows his stuff. And I said, you know, what do you do? And to see it like up on Amazon and see yourself. And here's the thing. Here's the difference between Tom's poise and an experience with it, and me being a, 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 a guy from Brooklyn who's a cop, you get good reviews and bad reviews. You're right. It's almost like split right down the middle. Like either you love it and it's get it Seinfeld esque, or you don't get it, or you just hate cops and you want to say you. See, some people think it's a real like we're real cops. It's like no, we're not. It's a show. <laughs> so when we get a bad review, I'm like calling my lawyer. I'm like, who's this? Can I curse? No. Well, this is like who's this freaking? No, no, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm like who's this freaking guy? I go over his house and bust his head. He's like, what are you talking about? Who wrote? 
Scott reads every reviewer, you know, up bad and good. I don't. I mean, I don't. I stay out of that. It's so funny. I just had a discussion with a director friend, and he, now funny enough, he only reads the bad reviews. You know what I mean? Like this guy, this director. And I think that's a mistake, obviously. But Scott at least reads everything. But I, I just stay out of it. I, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like I know what we could put out there comedy-wise. And our timing is impeccable. We didn't have the technical aspect of it, obviously, in the first season and uh, and even somewhat in the second season. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, we'll, we, we did this for nothing. And if we, once we get the money behind us and, and go to the next season, we'll be uh, – cool. it'll be – You well. know you hit on something when you're getting calls or you're getting – when you're getting um... – you know, when you're getting people uh, recognizing you and they're going, oh, you're that guy from that show. Oh, my God, I laugh so hard. You know, it's genuine. You know, it's like sure. it's not yeah. like, oh, you're in a movie. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. No, it's like they're not so interested in meeting you as they're interested in meeting the guys who were talking about that because it's inevitable that every time they go, I showed my wife that or I showed my husband that. And that's exactly what we talk about, not just in a patrol car, but at work. Yeah. Like yep. so even office workers get it because sure. if you're in an accounting firm, you're not talking about numbers all the time. You no, start no, talking no, about exactly. stuff. What, what was yeah. the, the concept of creation for the show? And um, Did you start writing it as a web series or was it a long format that you split into a web series? Did you have readings of it? Well, what we did is we, we, we came up with some ideas and truly like bullet pointed, you know, things, uh, you know, we just had ideas. Like I said, we would, we would get bullet points of what we wanted to put, uh, you know, out there. It was, you know, like you, you mentioned the Spider-Man one and we yeah. kind of bullet point that and there were no scripts. So we, we no. would work off that outline. I mean, we were the, the crew, we were, you know, the crew were freaking out because, you know, they had to stop themselves from laughing because they would just say action. And Scott and I would go on a five-minute rant back and forth, bickering about you know something, and it, and it just worked, you know. And and we we kept the naturalness and the likability of both of us in there, like meaning if he made me laugh or I made him laugh, we both start laughing, you know what I mean? And that right. we put that in there, and it just feels very real in that sense, you know what I mean? Like well, we make just, you feel like you're in the patrol car with us. Laughter is contagious. If you're in a good mood and you see me and Malloy actually having a good time, because then you're gonna have a good time. I'll tell you. Tried it. We tried it with script a little bit, and we're like, we we threw the scripts out. It's like, yeah. this doesn't work. We're better when we just are ourselves, having a good time. And it's funny, the timing is so much better when you improvise. If you're good improvisers, that's true. The yeah, timing is so I, much I, better. Yeah, I feel the same way about that too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would love to plug a, a great book that I'm reading that Scott, I know you would love, and 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 and. Uh, I will tell you, Peter, just from talking to you now, I know you would love as well. And it's about, called Caddyshack, uh, the making of a Hollywood Cinderella story. And it's all the behind the scenes of Caddyshack and how that movie came together. And it's, I mean, they talk about improvising. Bill Murray's character wasn't even a character. He did, They just brought him to set not even knowing what he was going to do and just said, all right, go to town. And then he yeah, just, I saw that in the oh, documentary. Yeah, that that, they man. said that. I didn't know there was a book, though. And also oh, I heard that him and Chevy Chase like, couldn't be on the set together until they're seen or something. They didn't yeah, get along. Yeah. Well, that was from before, but yeah. You'll, he you'll doesn't get a, Chevy Chase doesn't get along with anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray's no That's, tor- that's why I've never done a movie with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't done that many movies with a lot of people lately. But yeah, no, but Bill Murray's notoriously a, a pain in the ass too. But uh, bottom line is, it's, yeah, but Bill uh, Murray they, to me, I think, is a lot more talented. You know? uh, of course, but yeah. they, they, the best part is they pulled it off. I mean, like they, even their scene was completely improvised, and that's one of the best scenes of the movie, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like that's just uh, very funny. So anyway, 
bottom line is you would all you would both really like cool. it. So. Now, when, when you guys were shooting, did you have any obstacles you had to overcome? Any funny stories? Did you like lose uh, location? Definitely did, the did budget. Real, did real cops come after you guys? Hey. <laughs> well, yeah. I, yeah, you know, up, I, up, up where we filmed it in Rochester. Yeah, we filmed it in Rochester, New York, because I have like kind of a home base there and family there, and I have access to a lot of things. And what's cool about Rochester is you can double it for New York. There's no union, so you don't have to get permits. And so it's a non-permit, non-union place. So I remember one point, these cops coming up. And, you know, I'm used yeah. to – I started my career with Gravesend where you had to run when the cops showed up. And you, you had <laughs> yeah, to take all yeah, your- yeah. And this was like, you know, the cops, oh, just checking to see if you guys are okay. You know, like, it was really cool to kind of see the support there. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, again, it, it was just us improvising and, and having fun. I think the best thing we can say is that the people – uh, that were in the scenes with us would just sometimes just stop and stare like I can't believe this. Like we, they were nervous. Like there was an uh, yeah. a impressionist that was truly nervous to get in the scene with us because he was scared we were just gonna run him over. But uh, you know, and, yeah, because a lot of these guys we didn't realize it. Like you know, like with the cop thing, because the cops come up and Tom's right, and when they're standing, there, I go listen. I'm just go over, I talk to him, I show him my badge. You know, it's called tinning him. I just tin him. They go, no, that's fine. You guess what you want? I just didn't know what was going on. It looks, you know. So, you know, Tom and I were doing a little stick back. They just were listening to us, and they were laughing. Told them what it was about, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And these guys are laughing at it. And then what Tom said is true. They brought these, we brought these actors in. Uh, we tried to get, you know, uh, guys who knew how to improvise whatever. But they're like, well, where's the script? And we're like, there's no, there's no script. They're like, but what do I, I go? Just, just don't step on anybody. You'll be fine. We'll lob it to you. We'll make you look like a superstar. It's great. And, and, and right away, they got it. I don't think there was really – one kid was nervous in one of the scenes, so we had to kind of really – I'm not going to say which one because you can't tell on camera and I'm not going to throw the kid under the bus. No. But uh, we, we, we cut it where we cut like kid down. All you got to do is say this, that, and the other thing. So he was fine with it. But it's, it's too bad because it's, it's one of the funnier ones. But yeah. um, they're all funny, actually. But, you know, they, all you got to do is not step on because if, even if you're nervous, we'll incorporate it. We'll use it. Sure, and yeah. What kind of cameras did you guys – did you use one camera? How big was your crew? And what kind of cameras did you guys use? Well, it's changed from the first to the second one. The first one, I mean, we had, I think we actually had, uh, you know, the original Kodak. Yeah, the original Kodak Instamagic camera. Yeah, no, uh, we had a Super 8. No, we had something really, you know, like a, just not not the best, a DSLR, but the lowest level. And I think we just had one camera because the second angle wouldn't work. And um, so that was, that was kind of a problem. But by the time we went to season two, and now, mind you, season two was like, shorter uh short form like maybe seven to eight minute uh clips um we had a black magic ursa so we were shooting on a 4k three camera setup with a black magic ursa and so that obviously the quality is much much better so yeah cool now in regards to the uh the show what's what's your next plan are you doing well, a third season or what's it really looks that way yeah we we just signed a deal with comedy dynamics it was just announced in deadline Dot com. Yeah, um, I saw that there, yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. Comedy Dynamics is like the number one as far as stand-up on Netflix. They do the Kevin Hart, you know, special, the major stand-up. And uh, they also do the show, The Toys That Made Us, a bunch of other things. They partnered with my distribution company to release uh, comedies. And Midtown was one of the ones they signed. So it's really, Midtown's only been on Amazon. And there's a DVD coming out. But now it's going to be everywhere. Vudu, Hulu, um, iTunes, all these places um, you know, and Comedy Dynamics are really going to promote it. Now, that doesn't happen to early 2019, but that should really push the show out there. And again, like Scott just said, if we 
once that does well, we'll just start building season three and really start to bring some talent that, you know, some yeah. known names to, to do great supporting people into the cast, people with social media following. And I think then it'll just grow and grow. And and also, you know, it's kind of we were doing the web series with everything was kind of like in its infancy. So now there's now there's places where you can go with this short, shorter formats, you know, where you can shoot these little clips, five to ten minutes. Um, one of the places that wants it, they say, we don't want just – we don't want to put every clip on. We want to put every good clip on. So, you know, if you have something solid and quality, you'll find a home for it. It's, you know, a question of how to monetize certain things that I'm finding out. Yeah, and, no, there's, um, there's two yeah, but, platforms. But you have to have the quality, and that's what we have. That's true. There's, there's two platforms. A lot of people go into Sika TV and, and Spark Spark TV. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you want to give up? Do you want to answer your contact information? Uh, Tom, you want to start first? Uh, sure. You're, you're talking about uh, like my PIN number and stuff like that? Because uh, here it is. It's 1269. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. No, no, no. Oh, wait. That's not. No. Um, well, no. You can find me on TomMalloy.com, T-O-M-M-A-L-L-O-Y.com. Or at, you know, if you just want Are you telling com- me there's no other Tom Malloy at all? No, there's no other. Well, wow. I had I had two of them killed. I had two of them killed, wow, and the okay. other one promised uh, that he wouldn't uh, take anything. Um, no, you know, funny enough, not to get off topic, but I I did not get Tom Malloy at gmail.com. That was not my email address. And one day, a guy emailed me out of the blue and says, "Dude, I get so much email for you. I'm just gonna give you the email address." And he gave oh, me. Oh man, that's awesome! Oh, that's funny, man. Well, I, I barely use it, but it does exist in my wheelhouse. But TomMalloy.com is my main site. TomMalloyComedy.com is just comedy clips of the stuff I do, and then of course MidtownTheSeries.com is the site of the show. So, and then I'll let Scott uh, jump and up there. You, you want to give the information for your distribution company too? Well, yeah, I mean, Glasshouse Distribution is okay. is the company, but that specifically acquires films and sells them. So, okay, yeah. all right, yeah. Scott. Yeah, I have a I have like um, a live stage act, like I said. That's uh, it's like whose line is it anyway, and uh, but we use two comedians instead of four, and the audience is part of it. And we've played in some of the, yeah. you know, I've been very blessed. We've played in all, you know, we played in Vegas casinos, we've played in you know uh, Connecticut casinos. Uh, we play in this, these great resorts uh, like Woodlock Pines. It's you know one of the, it's right behind Disney. It's the biggest family resort in the country. Um, you know we do cruise ships in the fall. So really, really very fortunate. And if you want to go see, there's tons of clips online. But you can just go if you want to contact or see the website and see all the clips. It's somecomedy.com. S O M E somecomedy.com and you can see what we do it's really off the cuff uh and malloy and i do it um we do it with some other people malloy's busy i grab other people who have you know i've done this with but it's a lot of fun a lot lot of fun all right well guys thanks for being on web series on fire.com great yes thank you for having us thanks for having us and good end of the show yeah fantastic well that wraps up web series on fire.com if you would like to be a guest on the show please email me at webseriesonfire at gmail.com. Please like us on Facebook and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to webseriesonfire.com with your host, Peter Papagiorgio. We'll catch you next time.